It was a go-kart race. One of the young drivers didn't have a sponsor. So some researchers decided to sponsor her and see how well their oil additive worked to reduce friction. And she was in the last place after first two laps. But then this oil additive started working and she won it by more than a lap. <laughs> On this episode of the American Scientist podcast, a form of carbon that's harder than diamonds and can also be used to make diamonds. I'm Robert Frederick. <laughs> and it was a phenomenal thing because she was not one of the primary drivers. Jay Narian is a materials scientist and engineer at North Carolina State University. He led the research behind the oil additive. So other drivers complained that there's something wrong with the car, maybe she's cheating or something. Narian says eventually the other drivers became convinced that something was unfair about the young woman's go-kart. Under the rules, Narian says, they could demand an inspection, but only if they were prepared to lose some money on it. It turned out they paid $500 to open up that go-kart and found nothing, and uh, so they lost $500. <laughs> so it wasn't a matter of adding anything other than just oil with this yeah. additive in it? Yeah. yeah, yes. Making the engine more efficient? Yeah, getting rid of friction. And when the friction is gone, the power boost is there. The development of the additive, called Q-carbon, that's the letter Q, carbon, sprang out of basic research. We were trying to melt carbon. So I, I've been working on laser for the last 40 years. Zapping a material with a laser to heat it up fast. Using lasers to make new materials. So the biggest challenge was carbon because we had worked on silicon, germanium, and they follow thermodynamics. But the carbon does not follow thermodynamics. It's different. Carbon is really hard to melt, to make into liquid form. At high temperatures and normal pressures, carbon sublimes, changing from solid to gas. So we thought to fool Mother Nature, we needed to do fast. So with nanosecond lasers, we were able to do it so fast. Getting it to the melting point, where carbon becomes liquid, and then quenching or cooling it off really fast. The idea is that the structures of the liquid carbon are then frozen in, resulting in a new form of solid carbon. That whole melting and quenching process is completed in one-fifth of a microsecond. So we are quenching at the rates of several billion degree centigrade per second. So really very fast quenching. And when we do that, we can freeze in these structures which cannot go back to the equilibrium. This is called non-equilibrium processing of materials. It's very exciting because then you can create new materials. And once you create new materials, new properties, new technologies. So we wanted to create through phenomena called undercooling. Lowering the temperature of the carbon below its freezing point when it becomes solid, but without the carbon becoming a solid, at least not becoming a solid immediately. And uh, that's where we did the simulation, and we said if you 
quench under these conditions, we may be able to get Q-karma. So there was a theoretical understanding first before yeah. there was an actual material. You yeah, didn't... to do simulation to get that under cooling because a lot of people were doing it and they were not getting this under cooling. So they were just getting plain old graphite, melting carbon and getting graphite, not turning into Q-carbon or diamond. Yes, he said diamond. By tweaking the Q-carbon making process a little bit, Narayan and his team found a new way to make micro-diamonds as well, and at normal atmospheric pressure. As to the laser, Narayan says they're basically using a laser like the same kind that's used for laser eye surgery, meaning the process is really quite inexpensive. Well, we have published something like uh, 12 papers, 12 patents, and two international patents. In what efforts to commercialize and to make a technology out of this? But we, we have this Q-Carbon LLC company, which is trying to add these hard coatings. So we might be seeing this on our technology, the, the things that we carry in our pockets, the rings that we wear on our hands, that kind of thing? Not an iPhone. <laughs> because, yeah, I, I'm pretty hopeful, very, very, you know, enthusiastic about this technology. A hard coating that's harder than diamonds, but still transparent like a diamond? Uh, it's not as transparent diamond, but it's transparent, yeah. But where Narian's company is furthest along with the Q-Carbon is in oil additives. We are creating a gun oil so that it improves the firing. Because right now, they, after a certain number of firing, they have to change the gun barrel. You, they have to throw it away. See, that's a huge loss. If we can harden and smoothen, it would improve the firing power as well as the longer-lasting gun barrel. The nano-sized bits of Q-carbon essentially get into the tiny imperfections of metals, hardening and smoothening the surfaces. That adds strength and reduces friction. So the, in the gun oil, that, that's one thing. Bikes, you know, racing bikes. So it's a nano-oil additive for uh, smoothening and hardening gun barrels are uh, improving the bike friction, and when the friction is gone, they get basically more power. So we are going for other applications slowly, like a gun oil and so forth in a major way. But right now, the first three are the bikes, the cars, trucks. How expensive is this, either the additive or the coating itself, or, or is it not to you a know, point of a, having... You know, it's a very, uh, we're selling it for $40, the bike additive, because apparently bikers are willing to pay for that nano lubricant in the chain. For cars, I want to keep it in the range of $20, and which can, uh, one treatment can last for a year, and you have to do only once. Future developments, or is it just a matter of getting it to market at this point? No, we, we are working very furiously for this quantum computing, creating these diamond transistors, because diamond and cubic boron nitride is the best semiconductor materials. They are thousands times better than silicon transistors. And especially we can create this power highway. It's just like we have information highway, we can get power highway. It would be fantastic to you generate the electricity, put in the grid, and take it out when you want it. For that, we need uh, diamond transistors. And uh, now I think we can do it.
So not only will it help with capacitance, it will also help with transmission too, right? Yeah, you won't yeah. lose as much. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much. Thank you. Jay Narian is a materials scientist and engineer at North Carolina State University. I spoke with him after a talk he gave to the Sigma Xi chapter of Research Triangle Park, North Carolina. You've been listening to a podcast from American Scientist Magazine, published by Sigma Xi, the Scientific Research Honor Society. I'm Robert Frederick. Thanks for joining us.